Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday again, and it's an exciting day. I'm actually in Lake Tahoe right now working to finish my book. I've actually finished my book, my second book, but I put it down for about three months. And when I came back to it, I realized, hey, you know, with fresh eyes, I could see some changes I needed to make. And so I came up here, and I've been working really hard, and yay! <laughs> the changes have gotten done, and the book is now going to be ready. When I, By the time I get back, I'm going to send it to a professional editor, and it's going to be on its way to getting out, and I'm excited. Anyway, it's beautiful up here in Tahoe. I'm on the north end of the lake. A really wonderful friend of mine has a place here that she lets me borrow from time to time. Once every couple of years I come up, and it's just like the perfect place to focus. And I've done a lot of walking and a lot of connecting with a higher selves, and it's just been a beautiful, beautiful time. Working hard, but it is very special. Anyway, there's a lot of construction going on in the homes around me. It's summer, and I guess up here is the prime time for construction. So if there's some loud noises, some sawing and things like that, it was going on all the last couple of days, and I'm thinking, ooh, maybe it's going to happen during my radio show. Anyway, I hope If it happens, it won't be too difficult or too much. I will just work right through it. You know, we've had some chaos before. One of my pre-tape shows, and I think it was probably taken out by Kathy, who did some editing on the show, but all of a sudden there were gunshots. Somebody, I was in Vermont, there was some some neighbor who was um, doing, having target practice, not, not, too far away. So anyway, um, you never know. And one time I think I had people next door to me move out and they were doing those dollies up and down the stairs. So, you know, it can be a little chaotic and that's all right. We'll just walk right, work right through it. Anyway, I want to welcome you. I want to encourage anybody who, even if you're listening live, don't forget I have my website, JanetRichmond.com, that's J-A-N-E-T-R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D.com. It has all my archived radio shows on there, and they are indexed. And actually, I have a new assistant now, and she's going to go through and name each show, because they don't have names, but if you saw the name, you wouldn't have to read each and every description. So it will be easier in the next couple weeks. It should get done. Uh, It should be easier for you all to access the particular topic or the particular type of healing that's been done on that specific show. So that's happening. And you know you can download those. You don't have to listen just from the computer. Of course, you can get them from Blog Talk Radio, too. Uh, They have me archived on their website. So I've heard it can be hard to find me. So if that's the case, just go to my, my own website. Either one works. But you can download them onto any MP3 player, guys. 
which is great. I know a lot of people who download them and bring them into the car. They plug their phone into the car or whatever happens. I'm not sure how that stuff works. But I, I know people who listen to it while they walk and, instead of listening to music while they exercise. And you can listen to them anytime. And it never hurts to listen to them many times over and do the healings over and over again. So that's my encouragement for the day. Um, also, I will give you the number to call in if you're interested. It's 646-668-8565. Again, that's 646-668-8565. I'm kind of getting used to just taking requests from the emails because I, of course, am broadcasting, at least for the United States, I'm during the workday the normal work day. So a lot of people do listen to the archive shows. There are not as many live listeners. And even if they can listen from work, often they aren't able to talk and couldn't come in, uh, couldn't call in. So <clears throat> I understand totally, and there's no worries, and there's never any pressure, but you can email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. That's Janet at JanetRichmond.com. That's the easiest way, perhaps, just email me, put in a request, let me know what you want me to work on, and that will be fine. I will get to you as soon as I can. It may not be the next show, but it could be um, in, within a show or three. Now, the other thing I did want to say before I really get going today is, of course, we've had the very sad, sad loss of Robin Williams. And I, I just feel... You know, it's so tragic, and depression is such a such a difficult disease, such a difficult thing to deal with, um, that I wanted to, I didn't have time this week to prepare something, but I would like to do a show on depression, and I'm going to plan it for next week. Depression is very serious, very difficult for those who have it, and it is something that this neutralizing technique can really help with and deal with. I not only know people personally, but have gotten emails from people who have said how much the neutralizing has helped them with their depression. Even Kathy, and I believe on one of my shows, I interviewed her and she talked about it in the show. She'd had severe depression for two decades before she met me and started learning the higher self material when I hired her. And within three months, this two-decade-long serious depression disappeared. It went away. Um, she neutralized very hard on it, worked very hard on it. And I've heard that from many, many different people because depression is a emotional blueprint, like all of our emotional blueprints. But when it's something that severe, it it is... It can paralyze. It can create such havoc in the life. And as we know, it even can bring on the, the decision to, to lay aside the body. So my heart just goes out to any and all people who have, you know, who have depression. And next week, it's going to be a little different because I'm not going to have a specific person I'm working on. And it's going to be different than the prior show I did a couple of years or three years ago on depression. It is going to be more of just a healing on the depression itself. And anybody and everybody can 
take part because even if we're not depressed in this life, we've been depressed in other lives. We may not have that pattern to the, to the extreme where it's crippling here. We may not even be aware of ever being depressed, but we have it somewhere in that emotional, uh, the, the emotional response body, and why not everybody work on it? And I will call in at that time each and every person, known and unknown, that carries depression. And it'll be similar to the fear anonymous healing that I did the other day, or was it last week? I think it was last week. Yes, it was. Gosh, how quick these all blur together for me. Um, in that, I'm going to call in literally everybody globally wide. And if you or anybody listening to the show knows of anybody, you can also put yourself in and as well as anybody you know. Everybody will be addressed. Nobody's going to be left out. So I don't want anyone to be worried that, oops, you know. And down the line, remember, every time there's a listener that listens to the archive show, the healing happens all over again. Just like with that Fear Anonymous. That that was what was so cool. Um, and it's not like I didn't know that the healings happened, but it just hit me in sort of this very conscious, clear way that every time there's a listener, because I set it up in the eternal now moment, the healing is reactivated again and again and again with each and every time it is listened to. And that's wonderful, and that's what will happen with the, the depression. Now, if you do have some serious depression or you know someone, the perhaps the very best way to approach it of course i'm sure that there's the you or the people you know that are depressed are dealing with it within therapy or with some sort of medications or in various other modalities but if anybody would be interested in having a one-on-one session with me because it would take some digging if it were that extreme any pattern that's extreme in this life means there's been some very serious very intense experiences or events that have repeated over and over and over again and become very entrenched so that it is manifesting in this life, in our, in our reality, our everyday life, to that extreme. So I just want to put the, the invitation out there um, that I'm there to help, to help you get through those, get into and start to neutralize the depression blueprints because they would be vast and they would be complex and they would be uh, entrenched. Anyway, I'm going to move on. I'll talk more about it next week. But today, first I'm going to give you a little feedback. I don't always have feedbacks, but when I have it, I'm going to give it to you. Um, Okay. Um, I'm going to give you first a feedback on the Fear Anonymous show. Now, after that show last week, I had to, I didn't have to, I had organized someone to come in and film me because I think I mentioned that I, somebody gave me an opportunity maybe to go on a TV show and I, I really don't think that's going to pan out. But hey, video on me is important and I can start a YouTube channel and everything else. So I organized this person to come video me now I've never ever done it and I mean complete newbie now I'm not a newbie on the radio I'm not a newbie for groups but 
the process in front of the camera. I mean, I looked at some YouTube videos. You know, I got prepared as much as I could, guys. You'd be proud of me. And I saw, you know, different clues of uh, how to orient in front of the camera and what to, you know, what to do and how to not be uncomfortable and all of that. So I watched all those instructionary kind of YouTube videos. But then it was my turn to actually do it. Well, I was nervous. So what did I do? I plunked myself right into the FA or the Fear Anonymous energy field. And oh my gosh, I just got the biggest sense of calm. So I was so relaxed. I wasn't afraid at all, guys. It was amazing. And once or twice as the afternoon went on, I, if I got nervous, if I didn't do very well because we took, did many takes, then and I would get nervous, you know, maybe some sort of performance anxiety or whatever, I would plunk myself back in and off it went. It just was great. And the three or four people who have seen it were just amazed that I didn't look uncomfortable or nervous in front of the camera. I had other issues that I have to work on. <laughs> But I did want to give you that feedback because it was really fabulous. And I just think that anybody and everybody could use that energy field before going to work. If there's a stressful situation or you're being interviewed or you're, you're in, in whatever, you know, you're trying to deal with some conflict with somebody, whatever makes you nervous, makes you afraid, gives you that anxiety, I want you to just give it a try. And if anybody wants to give me some feedback, I would love it. Um, again, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Uh, that would be great. So now the other bit of feedback that I want to give you, which is not much feedback, is Jenny. Jenny was the one I did the big massive healing on last week. She had some cancer pretty serious. She had started with breast cancer, and then it had metastasized to bone and then brain cancer. And I wish I could give you an update, but I have not heard from her, and she's not playing the game. Because if, if you listen to the show last week, I met her through playing a game on my phone. So she hadn't been playing, and so that's where we normally message. And, of course, I'm now up in Tahoe, and I don't have her email address with me. I have it at home, and so I haven't been able to email. Um, I was just racing to get out last um, last week, so... I just didn't think of it at the moment, and I wasn't worried when I thought of it as we're driving up here. I'm thinking, oh, that's all right, no biggie. You know, I can, um, I'll text her uh, in the game, but she hasn't played me. So I texted to tell her that we, I had done it on the show, but I never heard back. Now, something else was really fun and interesting. Um, another piece of feedback is on the Forever Now moment. Now, you all know how I set us up first in the now moment, and then we expand that space, that energy field, to the forever now moment to include the past nows, the present, and the future nows. So I do that in much of my, most of my healings these days because the higher selves have indicated that it's a very powerful energy field that allows us a very efficient, easy access to the past and the future nows to which allows the healing to be have more depth and so Suzanne now Suzanne has written in several times for healings and I've given her seven several healings over the the months and she wrote me and she I love this this was um, 
I used an I this past time because I saw that this moment type energy field in this kind of oval and it looked like the pupil maybe within the eye it was sort of oval and then as it expanded it just got bigger but it sort of maintained its shape and I don't that was just my image and it's not important that anybody at all or everybody or any you know whatever it's not important that everybody see it or feel it or sense it in that way but Suzanne wrote back and I, I loved her her, her image, and I wanted to pass it on to you because maybe it'll resonate with some of you and you can use it too. I, um, I had kind of a hard time explaining this eye process, you know, image that I was seeing. But when Suzanne did it, she saw an image of an eye like a, almost like a drawing on the ground. And she said that she got that the white of the eye is the forever now field and the corona around the iris was the like the originating source and then the iris which of course is within the originating source was the higher self and the pupil in the center was like the pure soul essence so how about that i thought that was great so the whole eye and parts of it were symbolic for the entire amalgamation and the way she got the image She's going to reverse the order of the statements so that she's going to walk into the center of the eye when she amalgamates. So the originating source will come first before the higher self and the soul essence. So that's what she said she was going to do, reverse the order of the statements. And I wanted to say that reversing the order is completely fine. Each individual, each of us, find our own way, a comfortable way with the opening. It's not that it has to be in a certain order. There's no rigidity about it here. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I'm on my own, I tend to reverse the order and change it up all the time. It just kind of depends. Sometimes I go in, the first thing I want is higher self-information, so I call them in first right away. And then sort of as the afterthought, I, I amalgamate with the pure soul essence and the originating source. So, I mean, it just really depends. It doesn't matter about the order so that's great but I, I thought that eye analogy or that eye image that eye symbol was powerful now you may also use the eye but you see the iris is representing something different than Suzanne again we aren't locked in no one symbol is the right symbol it's right if it's right for you okay guys now now in addition, Suzanne also wrote me. She's requesting another healing, and I'm thrilled to to do it. Um, I'm just checking on. I have a little bit different situation up here, so I've got to switch back and forth a couple times for things. But anyway, she wanted another healing because I don't know if you all remember, if you heard the, the show a couple or three times ago, I'm not sure when but i did a healing on someone that was present in the the group around it wasn't her but i picked up in the surrounding group someone who had some real issues and i invited all the listeners if they knew anyone if they themselves or they knew anyone that had what and i explained it so generally i i i really don't remember exactly what I said, except for my heart went out to that person because I could really feel some very deep wounds in there, some deep patterns. 
and I wanted to extend the invitation to that person, whoever it may be, um, to call in or to write me. And Suzanne called me. She actually called me, and then she emailed me again to remind me, because, uh, which was good, because once it's on the email, it's much more apt that I will attend to it although even that once in a while can drop through the cracks, and I, I would apologize, but most of the time I'm very good about tracking my emails. In any case, she she said that I was doing a healing on Karen who and was trying to manifest her gifts and talents and that I had seen in the conglomerate some very large woman that had a big hole inside her, like it was a big void, but it felt, too, like there was a weight in there, like a big rock. Now, how you can have a void and something filling it, I'm not sure what exactly I was saying uh, at the time, but felt like it was weighing this person down. And I do remember that there was some weight issues involved, as, as I recall. But in any case, Suzanne thought that maybe it could have been her, and because she, she resonated with it, whatever I said, she resonated totally with it, and so I don't know if it was her or not, and I'm not at all worried about it because the higher selves are going to work on Suzanne, and I, as I do with all the healings, I'll bring anyone else that that want that can relate to the pattern. And when, when I go in and work on the pattern, we'll see what's going on with the weight and the void and all of that. Uh, and if, it's, if I didn't describe it just perfectly now, we'll, we'll get whatever it is for Suzanne. So I'm not worried. Um, anyway, I'm just missing the context. That's why it's not triggering, oh, yes, because I, I'm not remembering Karen's healing very well. I do remember that I thought that she was very full of creativity and that I remember talking about music and even writing and a whole bunch of stuff, piano playing. I don't remember. Anyway, she had emailed me later saying she thought she told me about all of her creativity, but she hadn't. So, but I, I don't remember exactly what the healing was. So I'm sorry, listeners, um, but this is kind of part of the, the way it works. When you go into frequency, it's like, I've used this analogy a lot, it's like having a dream. You wake up the next day, you remember the dream perfectly, maybe if you do, you remember it perfectly in the moment, but within an hour you go to tell someone and it's like, huh? Well, and all you remember is the highlights and by the next day you barely remember those. And because I also do healings on many, many people throughout each week, I, I just... There's no way I can't hold on to it all, so I apologize. But, you know, that's just the way it is, and it's part of the process, and so there you have it. Okay, so before I start the healing, I just want to see. I've got to go back. Oh, I see Robin is listening. I'm happy. Welcome, Robin. Uh, welcome to the show. Robin is retired and able to listen and I've called her she's called in a few times and I've talked to her I sometimes have called her my honorary co-host because she's a welcome wonderful party to the show a lot of times so I don't see a question mark so she's here just to listen anyway let me just talk a little bit 
a little bit of review. The, their elements from all lives, from all of our lives, are at play behind the patterns. Now, of course, we've had some happy, wonderful, fun, loving lives and experiences and people. I don't tend to talk about those because if someone comes to me with a problem, it's not the impact of a loving, wonderful life that really comes into play for the most part when you're having difficulties in this life. So the first thing I want to say is I don't want, I don't mean to be heavy handed on the negative side. I want to be, however, I have a short amount of time to deal with this little jump start of a healing I give people on the show. And I want to go right to the heart of the matter. And so that's why I tend to focus on the very difficult situations that have created the beliefs or the self-identities or the fears or whatever comes up for that person related to the pattern that they've asked me to work on. So that's number one. But um, if And also, if I do come up with something, sometimes, not often, but sometimes people can't relate to it in this life. But that doesn't mean that it's not valid because we don't remember our past lives and we've had tens and hundreds of thousands of past lives. There's no way that we can be conscious and aware in this life of all that we've gone through. So if I'm doing a healing for you or a healing for somebody else and you're joining in and doing the releasing and being your own directing identity throughout the healing, maybe you're not going to consciously relate to a pattern. Please, everybody release it anyway because we do have a bit of everything. (laughs) Really, we do because we've just lived so many lifetimes. We carry our own completely unique mix. We carry our own, you know, we're all snowflakes. And we need to, but we, so we know that we're not exactly the same as anybody else because nobody has the same combinations and permutations of experiences. But the underlying elements uh, of so many of our patterns are similar. And so when I'm asking for someone to release the guilt or the shame, and this is the example I use every time. I'm sorry to be so boring. If I ask somebody to release the guilt and the shame, please release guilt and shame for yourself, even though you don't feel like you're a normally a guilty person. It can be in there. It can be in there and you have no consciousness about it. I think I've mentioned before that I was working with a friend who carried a lot of shame for for years, and I kept thinking, "Oh, I'm so glad I don't have shame." <laughs> so <laughs> later on, when I you know expanded my consciousness and expanded my awareness, oops, there it was, big time. So please, whether you're conscious of it, go ahead and release it. So that's important. I also want everyone to understand that this kind of healing on the radio, or even if I give you a private session, it's not a magic bullet. It's the start of the process, not the end. As a matter of fact, there really isn't any end. But whatever you do is permanent. Whatever you neutralize moves, is now becomes, it's absorbed into your pure soul essence light, never to have that magnetic energy that it carries to draw in any more. I mean, it won't be a part of any more of your outer manifestations. 
it's permanent. So even one healing is beneficial. It begins the shift of that energetic field that we all carry. You know, it, the majority of our energetic field, I'm sorry to say, tends to be more negative than positive because we've all had so many difficult lives. Even as hard as we think our life is here on this planet, it is light years better than many of the lives we've had. Just think about the times on this planet, let alone all the other planets we've been on, where there's been starvation and all sorts of wars and misery and disease, (laughs) you know, subsistence living, uh, tyranny. So please understand that every bit of healing helps, but the more we make it a lifestyle, the more we're going to see the shifts and changes. Now, everybody involved today, listening or whether it's an archive listener, please take the healing as an opportunity to work on yourself. As I do the healing in each individual, and I briefly mentioned it, I want all of you to be working on yourselves too. Be, be the directing identity in your life. Take advantage to, to today it's going to be Suzanne's healing. We're not completely sure what it's about, but we'll discover. And I really, I really encourage you to, to go ahead and be the active participant. Um, a while ago, I, ha- I talked about somebody who who's a wonderful person, and out of the very deep kindness of her heart, she gave me a book, and she asked me to put it on my bedside table, and she said, just having this book there is going to heal you, So, or something along those lines. And so, I mean, I was very touched. It was very sweet for her to think of me like that. But I, I did want to say again that, having the book beside my bed may heal me as much as having a tennis ball beside your bed if you want to learn how to play tennis. It would be there for motivation, inspiration, keeping your focus alive. Well, I want to play tennis. I'm going to practice today. But in order to really help ourselves, whether it's to get our physical bodies in shape or our etheric bodies in shape, we have to do the process. We have to practice. We have to be involved. We're not going to roll out of bed one morning and suddenly become a champion tennis player or a champion anything. So I really want to encourage everybody to be that active participant and help yourself in this way. Because if we don't, we could wait maybe till the cows come home for all the other situations and conditions and people and places and governments and neighbors and significant others and families, whatever, to do what we need to make us happy. And they don't know what's going to make us happy. And even if they did, it may not be in their power because we're really in control of being happy. So I'm talking to the choir here. I know you guys know this, but I do did need to do it as a reminder before we got into the healings. Okay. So I've done the uh, I've done the sort of reminders, the recaps, and I am now going to get started with a healing. And I think I just better ch- check back. Okay, don't have any other caller. So now we're going to do the healing for Suzanne. And 
completely and fully sure exactly what it is, but if there's a desire on her part, I'm here, even if the words or the exact description eludes me, it doesn't matter. She felt something. She felt that that was her. There was someone in trouble there. There was someone that needed help. And I'm going to work on her. I'm going to call in everybody, too, as I always do, have all the listeners there, and anybody who is has a similar pattern to Suzanne's, known or unknown, because a higher self will make sure they're there. Um, and so now let's just get started. You know the drill, guys. We're just going to close our eyes, and if you feel... If you're uncomfortable, make yourself comfortable. Take a few deep breaths. Just breathe in, relax, allow yourself to fully be one with what you're sitting on in a symbolic sense. And as we always do, I want you everybody to focus on the physical body. I want the focus on the physical body to be there in order to bring the mind's eye in. It's a simple technique, guys, that the higher self gave me a while back. It allows us to pull that mind's eye in to focus on the arms and the legs, the hands and the feet, the contact points with other parts of the body and with whatever you're sitting or lying on, standing on. And I want you to just bring that focus of attention right now into the now moment. We tend to have our minds wander, one thought after another thought, thought after another thought. And this focus of attention is our, it's the turn-on switch, guys. And I say this again and again, but we want to activate through our focus of attention. We want to activate first the now moment. And I see it appearing. And using Suzanne's image, we can visualize it or imagine it or sense it as kind of being around us. Remember, it's an energy field. It's not rigid. It's an energy field, and it's around us, similar to walking into the center of the pupil, of the eye. Okay, we're going to use the pupil, the eye analogy in a much more articulate way now that Suzanne has very nicely written with her description. So we're now standing in the center of the pupil. Now, the pupil normally is dark uh, within people's eyes. But I want you not to focus on the dark because it's not dark. Think of it as being neutral. Think of it as being more or less empty or central. Let's think of it as being central. So we're walking into or we're standing in the center of the pupil. And now with our focus of attention, we're going to expand that pupil. And we're going to actually, well, this doesn't really work exactly with a symbol because now it's going to become the white of the eye. Um, Don't worry about the symbol, guys. I want you just to take that focus of attention. That's why Suzanne was going to reverse it. I I understand now. Okay. Sorry about that. But anyway, let's, let's now use that focus of attention. We're going to expand this now moment, this beautiful now moment as big as it needs to be to encompass the totality of the past now's 
the present now and the future now. And it happened almost instantaneously, even though I was fumbling around for the words and the symbol. I'm now seeing us all standing in this incredibly beautiful, this incredibly large forever now moment that is encompassing the entire globe because it, it is encompassing the future nows as well, remember. And so every single listener that's ever going to listen to the show is within this forever now moment. Okay? And there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot here, guys. And we're all standing in this forever now moment. It's beautiful. It's serene. It's, we are being held here. It is a divinely, I don't even know the word, of course. It's a divine space, but it's one we can access very easily with our focus of attention. And so it's beautiful, it's serene. And at this point, I would like us all to become one with the pure soul essence. We're going to become one with that beautiful pure soul essence energy, that element, that divine light we all carry from the originating source. You can see it as a spark of light or a flame of a candle within, or you can see it as a sun within, which again is my favorite symbol for the pure soul essence because the sun is such a powerful entity in its own right. And by imagining our pure soul essence, we begin to even touch on the enormous power that it carries carries within us. And this light is expanding and moving and growing and filling the forever now moment. Oh my gosh, it's just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And in this expansion, each and every listener, both current and future listener, is part of this, we're all being drawn into one accord through the connection and the amalgamation of the pure soul essence of all of us. And as always happens, I see souls come in from many realms and directions to partake of this light. Mostly they're souls that are unaware they have their own light. And the light is all that originating source was and it is and is becoming. And so it carries energy for each and every soul. Any soul can find whatever it needs here. Every soul can find whatever it needs here. So we, are, we actually have, oh, wow. There's a lot more here that I can't even explain. And one day I'm going to. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry to offer that little tintillating bit of information, but I probably will not be able to address it till maybe even next year. Maybe, maybe even next year. Anyway, <laughs> or two years. But things are happening a lot faster than I ever thought, so maybe I will unfold it within months. I don't know. Anyway, I'm seeing this beautiful, beautiful energy. I'm calling in the totality of the conglomerate higher selves, the higher selves from all those listeners, present and future. I want to, I'm also calling in the amalgamation with the originating source itself. I want to bring this healing into the very highest level possible. And when I finished that, I immediately saw the higher selves 
escorting Suzanne in, so to speak. She is fully amalgamated. It's all been happening with her. She is part of the forever now moment as well. And symbolically, I see all of the listeners sort of in that symbolic circle, and Suzanne's right in the center. But I'm going to call in, in addition to the listeners who will be actively participating consciously in the healing, I'm calling in any and all other souls that could benefit by the healing today. And with that, I am seeing many, many souls joining Suzanne. She's kind of in the center of a group symbolically. And I don't know who these souls are. If any of the listeners want to add somebody, you certainly can. We don't really know exactly what we're healing. But even, but the higher selves know, and I do believe that they will include anybody and everybody who could benefit from today's healing. I do see such a big field of souls. Some are even out of body that um, I can't hold it all in my conscious viewpoint. So they are reducing the number of souls to a few around Suzanne just so I can have the symbol um, to tune in on as I do the healing because sometimes there'll be something that I need to tune in on with the other people involved in the healing. But I see Suzanne, she's sort of center field, center of the, the action, so to speak. And I'm going to activate the, okay, I, uh, I want to bring to our attention, and I don't do this every time, but it's really coming up. The higher selves are indicating it's important today, so I'm going to bring it in. I want everybody to understand that at this moment, we're going to be standing in a very neutral space, the space between truth and untruth, between belief and disbelief, okay? Whatever comes up, from the information from the higher self or anywhere else, every time we we make a judgment, create a belief or disbelief, we we immediately limit the healing. We immediately limit the expansion and our awareness and the expansion in in frequency. It cre it creates a cap. So the higher selves are indicating they want me to bring us into that neutral space that is between belief and disbelief, right and wrong, good and bad, truth and untruth, all of that. And I want everyone to see that we're in this beautifully neutral space where we can allow the healing to come in at the very highest level. We can process the words, the energies, anything that comes in without putting the cap on it. Just allow them to be what they are. They are divine in nature. They can't hurt or harm. They cannot hurt or harm. And if for some reason we have no need of those energies, guess what? We won't take them in. Or if for some reason at the soul level, the soul doesn't agree or won't move forward with the healing, it won't happen. There's no trespass here. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up this neutral space. You can visualize it or feel it as being kind of in the center of the eye of a hurricane. The eye of the hurricane is part of the hurricane. We're still in the hurricane. We're still in the, the center of our beingness. But we're in that space like the eye that is of the etheric energies the energetic identities 
the thought forms, the habit imprints, and the blueprints, the emotional blueprints, but they are, in essence, not affecting us or touching us. It is those that we're going to be neutralizing, those things out there in the rest of the hurricane that we carry that, that are in our energetic bodies. So, okay, now uh, Suzanne is ready. She symbolically stepped forward, and she's agreeing at the soul level, very anxious and very, um, very much wanting to have this healing. It was like she was stepping forward to remind me, hey, I'm here, let's get going. Was, there's just this very big determination on her part to, um, to have the healing. And immediately, I, I literally haven't said anything. She's starting to virtually throw up. This is a symbol, guys throw up, almost like projectile vomiting, this really disgusting stuff that's coming out of the stomach, the symbolic stomach, out of the, this place that she's been holding on for so long, and she wants it gone. And as it moves out, as she's projecting out this symbolic stuff, it's hitting the light and being absorbed in the light. She doesn't want it anymore. She's really ready to get, get it gone, and she doesn't even care what it is. And you know what? We don't actually have to know what it is, but I'm going to uh, see if I can tune in a little bit and find out. Um, ugh, 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 okay. It's, um, well, first of all, there's a lot of pain here. There's a lot, a lot of pain. I'm not quite yet getting the source of pain. When you're on the radio, you know, you can't have dead time. And sometimes it really takes me 5 or 10 or 15 seconds to pull something in, but I don't have the time on the radio show, so sometimes I only get the bit. So just bear with me. I don't have to get all the information, but there's a lot of pain here, grief and sorrow. And it is been weighing her down so much oh my gosh feel like this it's almost like there's this well within i see it at the lower half of the abdomen area symbolically and it's like this gigantic well of pain and suffering and sorrow and despair oh and i just keep it coming suzanne just keep throwing it up and I'm asking all the listeners to do the same releases, whether you see it or feel it intensely or not at all or anywhere in between. I want everyone to begin to release into the light this pain and suffering and sorrow, this deep despair. It's so dark in there. It's so heavy. It's so... Uh, it's almost for Suzanne, and I know I've seen similar issues before for people, but this one is pretty intense, but I know it's fairly common. It's almost as if the darkness is has been dark and so painful for so long. There's not even an awareness that there's light, that there can be anything other than this pain and suffering. Ugh. But the good news is, literally I said that, and Suzanne, who was almost crushed symbolically, I could see her at the bottom of the well, see her 
sitting hunched over with the weight of this pain and suffering on her back, see her with no hope. There is just hopelessness there, powerlessness there, just absolutely nothing but the pain and the suffering and just this how this 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 feeling like there's nothing else and the minute i started talking about the image i saw her stand up now there's she's still within the well but the well now instead of being gigantic and black is kind of the stuff in it is more gray and the reason why it's gray i'm thinking is because light is going in simultaneously even though i didn't call it in thank you higher selves they were already sending in divine hope divine power now divine power folks remembers not the power like we think of power it's the divine power which means it can't hurt it can't harm it can't control it can't manipulate it is the connection to the power of the light the divine light that we carry that purest most perfect most potent point of power that everyone carries and that's what's come in this connection the divine connection to our own power and that is lightening the well simultaneously and this is exciting because i want you to know you can do more than one process at the same time you can be doing the releasing into the light and you can be drawing in the divine light simultaneously before after and during the healing during any process within the healing and you know that i do this a lot this time the higher selves did it automatically i didn't call it in but i think it's great because it got me to talk about it with you so here we go we're it's really changing in this part of suzanne this part that is feeling the weight of the pain and the suffering is beginning to stand up and what i'm seeing here is very interesting it's like a mini suzanne it's so adorable um it's it's i mean it's adorable only because in my image it's small but it's growing in stature she is growing this this mini suzanne is growing in in light and she's it's as if she can breathe for the first time and i want to call in divine breath i want to call in divine expansion in the highest meaning of the word the highest ideal divine freedom from pain divine freedom from despair and suffering and i want to call in divine love and divine love is is absolutely filling this space and it's pulsing growing be, moving into other parts of this arena um it's wonderful it's exciting it's powerful and i'm hoping suzanne is going to feel some of this when she hears the the healing again when she listens to it it's going to be another healing for her she's already getting one at a distance right now so but there's more here than just the despair that was the first thing that came up there are tremendous amount of misunderstandings and misconceptions and misinterpretations and this has created a tremendous amount of confusion for Suzanne. I want to explain to all the listeners and Suzanne too, of course, that as we go through our life patterns, we we take on beliefs of all sorts. 
we take on beliefs based on the cultures and societies we're in, based on the viewpoints of our parents, our teachers, the, the external authorities, uh, based on how we've interpreted the events and experiences in our lives. And we carry those when we lay aside the body. Those are created uh, within our energetic field, in the mind, the level of the mind that each life. And when we lay aside the body, the mind joins with and becomes one with the soul, the soul being the mind of the past. So what happens is that the mind of every life is now part of the soul. And guess what? The soul carries every single belief, self-identity, emotional uh, reaction, habit, thought form, everything that we've ever had over all of our sojourn. And this is explained very well in my second book, but I'm giving you a little tidbit here because this breeds tremendous confusion, guys. And this is also part of the pattern that I'm seeing here. It, now that we got rid of, or not, I don't know that we got rid of all despair and all suffering, but we did get a huge chunk. As a matter of fact, Suzanne's not throwing up anymore, which is very nice to see. So you released a tremendous amount, Suzanne. But now what I'm coming up with is what's coming up is this tremendous confusion, tremendous conflict, because we could believe in a multi-God situation from one life in a no-God situation from another life or a punishing God from another life or whatever. And they're all in there. And that's just one simple example. So there's a lot of confusion for Suzanne because she just really, and I think all of us have it, we don't know where to turn. We don't know what to believe. We don't know who we are, what's really going on, what is life all about really. We just have these tremendous, this tremendous confusion. And it's interesting because I haven't seen this exactly for anyone before. But she's got this really big orientation into the bigger questions in life. It really seems important to Suzanne. If not at the conscious level, it's important at that soul level. She wants to understand the bigger questions. And she's done a lot of seeking and searching in many, many lives. It's, she's been determined. But so many of the situations... Uh, and the, the types of lives that she's lived, just like all of us, have been in very limited understanding type societies. And the answers have been, un, they haven't helped. Sometimes they've helped in some ways. They've answered maybe for her some avenue, but it might create con- even more confusion in another avenue. So we know how that goes. And so this determination to find the bigger answers, to find the destiny, to figure out who she is in the bigger picture, what is the bigger picture, is a very strong uh, motivating factor for Suzanne. And, and so, Suzanne, I've not seen it, but it's, it's absolutely weighing you down. There's a sense here that you're never, ever going to know, that you are, that it is a hopeless uh, thankless search that it leads you down one blind alley after another, that it's the eternal maze that you can't find your way out of. And this is a very hopeless 
feeling. There's a lot of hopelessness here. There was hopelessness in the first pattern we pulled out, but there, this is this is on a different level. It's a different kind of hopelessness and frustration, just a tremendous frustration and anger and, and a sense of even injustice. Why aren't there better answers? Why is it like this? And the, I want you to start clearing it, and I want all of us to, all the listeners, to please begin to clear um, this confusion. I mean, I had no idea something like this would come up. It literally has never come up as a part of some major issue for someone. But this confusion, this sense of hopelessness, is ha- does have to do with some of this this sense that, that, that's held in the body of there's there's nothing there's nowhere to go there's not going to be the answers there is this there it was, oh, okay it's part of the despair pattern too and I want everyone to release this confusion I want everyone to release the confusion to release the um, the frustration the anger the sense of injustice. How can this be the, oh, and all of the conflicts, because there's so many conflicts, we've gotten answers from so many different directions through so many lifetimes. Even in this lifetime, you go down one modality, one uh, one type of teaching, it teaches you one thing, and then you, you, you look into something else, it's some, they teach you something else, and sometimes they dovetail a little bit, but often there's conflicts, or sometimes they're opposites. And then you go down a third or a fourth or an eighth or a fiftieth. And even in this life, you can have this frustration and wonder what is going on. I want to call in divine understanding. I want to re- everybody to release too. Suzanne, release the misunderstandings, the confusion, the misinterpretation, because you've built up a series too of false beliefs, uh, misinterpretations, uh, misconceptions, and they're known and unknown. We don't have time to go into them, but and it's not important. I want you to release all of them, whether you're conscious or not. And I do feel a lot coming out from the heart and the stomach area. It's just, it's pouring out, not quite the same visual or sense that I got from the first pattern, but it is coming out. It's it's just this, it's been almost like an eternal search for you that is, as I said, you're getting to one dead end after another. It's been unrewarding. And I want you to release all of the unrewarding experiences, habits, events, people, situations, conditions. This unrewarding is really big. It's as if you're not, you, you come to believe that you're not going to get the rewards of all your work, all of your search, all of your, your attempts to improve, to get better, to find the answers, the solutions. And I want you to release this lack of rewarding. And oh my golly, don't we all have that on some level? And I'm seeing you, it just, it's, it's, I may, it feels like you're sick to the stomach. I just feel like it, it, it's a sickening feeling. Just, it's, it's almost as if 
all we have to eat is something that's really bad for us, it's that all that we have to digest has no nutrition, all that we, it's all around that, that that the answers and all that have come in have not been answers. You haven't resonated to them. You haven't, they haven't really, if they answered one question, maybe it brought in a thousand more questions that you couldn't, that it couldn't answer or that it was in conflict with something else. So I want everybody to release all these things that are unrewarding, that are, and it's, it's, there's more pain here. There is pain because of the attempt and the determination has been so strong. And I'm just telling you, Suzanne, um, I'm just telling you that really, um, I'm happy to do a private session with you because honestly, there is something here that I, that the higher self want you to know. And it's going to make a lot of sense. It's not something I give out over the over the air. It's information that the higher selves bring in for individually. It will be coming out to in a very small part in my second book uh, in the appendix. Um, but I will not be addressing this completely until the fourth book, I believe. But Suzanne, if you feel to have a private session, I'm telling you right now, there is information that I can give you. Now, I'm sorry, listeners, I'm not, it's not anything elitist or anything like that. So it's just that it's, it's, it's expanded information that's not out there yet. And I want to, uh, I, I have to, the higher self are, you know, helping me be discerning about the hows and the whens and the wherefores. So anyway, the, um, let me just keep going here. Okay. I have to say, just saying that, now that's so interesting. When I just said that to Suzanne, I saw like this opening and there's some resonance because Suzanne is standing between belief and disbelief like we all are. And so what's happened was those words, even though she's heard those words in many lifetimes before, oh, there's answers here for you. We have those answers for some reason. She resonated for those, with those words. And that, it doesn't mean that um, I'm any better than anyone else. Please, this isn't about ego, okay? It's just simply that she, we were standing, this is probably why the higher self had us move into this place. She resonated with it and it was like a lot of stuff just started to fluff or, you know, just, uh, fall off and fall away from her and move into the light. It was as if a lot of the defensive qualities that she had, because she built walls. Suzanne, you built walls where you, um, to keep out, you, you finally got so frustrated and so angry and so just really so confused that you just started not, allowing in information or answers or solutions or viewpoints because you absolutely, you just couldn't take anymore. And that's what's falling off now. Somehow, when I said those words, it felt right to you and you allowed additional healing, additional release into your light. It it became almost like uh, soft, uh, 
clay or, or the, the hard layer started to dissolve and slough away and uh, just move, like batter, became like batter, and it just kind of slowly slid down the, symbolically the body and moved out into the light. And it was, that's a, it was a very powerful. And for any other listeners that wish to contact me, you know, it's not just about Suzanne. It really isn't. But I just happened to be working on her. And um, as a matter of fact, one of my roles in this, well, forget all that. Um, in any case, um, I just encourage anyone, you can always, I, I'm not trying to say this in order just to get more work for myself. It really isn't that at all. I simply have was indicated from the higher self that Suzanne could have a private session and that would help her. I have a feeling that even if she doesn't have the private session, just hearing those words helped, um, might help her enough that this pattern will begin to uh, dissolve for her in an even stronger way. So even if Suzanne doesn't have the private session, I think she's going to get, she has gotten a lot of help. So the, okay, now I'm tuning into Suzanne. I want to see that image that I saw of you standing up. And I want to do an actual exercise. I want you to visualize a, like a column of light coming from the symbolic ethers and from the, carrying the originating source energies all the way down, de-intensifying till it can move in through the top of your head and move down through your body and move out through your feet and connect you to the pure soul essence of the planet Earth. That pure soul essence is the divine material balance, which helps us manifest. And I want this light to be your center point. It's going to be symbolically like standing in that neutral field. It's, I'm going to intensify it with divine love, divine forgiveness, divine clarity of vision and expanded perception, divine discernment, divine unfoldment, divine solutions, divine answers, divine resolutions, and divine balance and harmony and everything else, named and unnamed, that, that the higher self would, you know, that would be in your highest ideal, that would help you. And I want you to just simply know that this, along with your pure soul essence, it certainly connects with your pure soul essence. It's connecting you in a, in a more powerful visual way with the originating source and to, of course, with the pure soul essence of the planet. That divine material balance, as I've said, often brings in the energy to help us manifest from the, the abstract to the concrete. And it's, it's a very powerful energy, and we're all on this planet because we need help in this arena. So I do bring it in often. The, uh, it's, it's the, the energy that, that really helps us materialize into our outer reality. What, from the abstract, from the thoughts, oh, I would love this, to actually having this. Do you see what I mean? It helps us manifest gifts and talents. It is always in a balanced manner. Balanced relationships balanced situations and conditions in the life, balanced health, balanced everything. So this is very wonderful energy. And I'm 
seeing it. And what it's doing, too, is it's actually connecting you with the mini-you. And the mini-you is now growing in size and sort of, because this is the healed view, you, the mini-you, with the, with the beautiful light. And it's, in essence, moving in and becoming one. It's amalgamating with, the, with you. And it's the two of you together as one are standing very lighted, very, very beautiful, very connected. Um, I'm going to put in divine joy. Um, I'm just watching you radiate. Now I'm going to just briefly... Uh, move into and check out the others, both the listeners and the others that came in for the healing and see if I see while you're sort of processing that, those energies. Suzanne, I want to just check and see if there's anything the higher self wants or indicating for me to attend to around the, uh, around you and the, the listeners. I'm not getting any problems, but I am getting the indication that um, there's been a very profound healing going on for a lot of people. And, boy, I never knew that despair, the first issue I've seen a lot, but the confusion about getting answers and all of that, I had not seen quite so powerful before, but I see very clearly that it is an issue for everyone I'm seeing um, the higher self, they're indicating that to a person that we've all carried this. And it doesn't, you know, now it's no big surprise, right? Because our whole lives, in any life, there are always questions. Well, why did our tribe get sick? Why did, the, why did somebody attack me? Why did, um, why did I get murdered? Why did I get whatever? We have questions all the time as we go through life. So it isn't really surprising at all. But here's yet again something that comes up that that I wasn't fully aware of that it had this kind of impact. And I am seeing a lot of people around this, in this healing process that have greatly benefited from it. There's been a very definite uptick in a in a frequency and symbolically i'll see people sort of st- starting as a darker gray maybe just symbolically and then after the releases of both the despair and this other bit the confusion the frustration of not having the answers and all the conflict both of those have really created a lot of lightning for all lightning symbolic lightning now i'm seeing the people really as a very light gray and that's just a symbol that simply means maybe we didn't get rid of every single thing in this one healing, but there was significant movement. And so I'm very happy, guys. Okay, well, I'm just tuning back in briefly to Suzanne and the higher south. They're putting the cocoon around her, as they tend to do uh, virtually with every healing, even if I don't mention it, it usually uh, is with every healing. And the cocoon simply is a space to, and as a matter of fact, (laughs) they're putting cocoons around quite a few people. So um, 
and they're indicating that indeed they do it as a as a rule. I don't necessarily see it. You know, I don't bill myself as a psychic exactly because I don't always see everything and I don't want to mislead anybody. I do the best I can and with practice I get better and better at it. But they are indicating they do put cocoons around everyone to allow them to acclimate to the changes in their energetic field, to the healing itself, and to allow it to uh, move into the uh the actual physical reality in whatever way in a as smooth a way possible. Um, and that's what's happened to Suzanne. I'm placing everybody in the circle to, in the healing, into the, heal, into the healing uh, circle. And this too will allow the healing to continue, the higher self man, the healing circle 24-7. And just continue to provide the energies as each soul is ready to take them in. So that was great, guys, and I really want to thank Suzanne. That was exciting, and I love getting that pattern. I do feel, well, I want to put in divine hope. I don't know why the heck I didn't do that, but it's coming to me now, um, so I want to put in divine hope in the mix and divine faith. Divine faith, guys, is, again, it's the energy that helps manifest all that we hope for. So I'm putting divine hope and divine faith in it, and I have the very strong sense it had already been put in, but at least we have it in consciousness now. And I want to thank Suzanne a tremendous amount for writing me and encourage all others. She's being taken back. The higher self, they're taking her back. Um, and all others are being taken back. I want to encourage all the listeners to please email me. Use this radio show as an opportunity because I, it's, 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 I want everybody to get the benefit of it. This is why I do the work. So even if you don't have a specific issue or if you have one but you don't want me to use your name, that's okay. We don't need names here. We don't absolutely need names. There's no requirement. Or if you're embarrassed, you know, I'll be as sensitive as I can, just anything. Um, And there's so many others in this world that have whatever you have. I know sometimes we can feel so isolated in our pattern like nobody else is experiencing it. Nobody else could possibly feel like this or have this horrific thing in their lives and I don't know what to do with it. I can't, I'm too embarrassed or too shy or too scared to get help. Try me out, guys. I'm there for anything serious or horrific or anywhere in between. Just common patterns, anything. There's no restriction here, remember? We're not going to put any limiters. There's no right and wrong here. There's no good and bad pattern. Anything. Anyway, my email is Janet at JanetRichmond.com and send me an email. And I'm not sure when I'll get it on, but I will address anything that comes to me. If you don't hear it for a couple of shows, doesn't hurt to remind me. Just on the off chance, <laughs> it's dropped through the cracks. That will never offend me, ever. Don't get offended very easily, hardly ever anymore. So 
just remind me and I will get back to you and I will get it on the show. It's been an unusual circumstances over the last few weeks because I've been away twice. I've changed um, assistants. I've started doing this whole video thing, um, trying to move out in different ways. The day after I get back, I have a meetup group and then I have more videoing going on next week that I have to prepare for. So there's just, it's been sort of an unusual situation over the last few weeks. And uh, so maybe I'm not as attentive to the emails as I could have been. Maybe I have left some through the cracks, but it was never with any intention to ignore. So if you're one of the possibly with someone who you feel like I've ignored you, please put that thought right out of your head. (laughs) I always respond and I try to get to everything. So, okay, guys, um, I think I'm going to wind it up. It's a short show. Let me just make sure I don't have any other. No, Robin is still listening. Hi, Robin. Um, It's a short show today because, again, I'm here to write more of my book, to absolutely finish my book, and I just refuse not to be finished before I leave on Friday. So I'm going to spend the rest of the day doing the book. And at some point, I will also get to divorce. I keep mentioning it. Um, and so I will do it. The, it's, it's about the, the pain and the misunderstandings that are taken on by the children when the parents split up. And we know that that's very common. And there's still adults, many adults today, that carry the pain and the blame and the shame and the everything else. Sometimes fear of, of intimacy, fear of commitment to their own significant, to a, to a significant other simply because of what they grew up with in, in a divorce situation. So it is a very important issue and I will work, maybe I can do that and depression next week, although I, I don't know. I could do both, but I'm not going to forget it, and I'm sorry I keep promising it and not doing it, but I seem to be doing that. (laughs) Anyway, guys, um, I just want to thank everybody for listening, being part of the show, and remember, I'm just an email away. Even if you don't want me to do a healing, you can please listen to my shows or write me to ask questions, make comments, give feedback. Feedback is great because it allows the other listeners to really experience through somebody else's eyes or learn through somebody else's eyes various elements of the work. And I want you to understand that when I started, I got the information from Joan Culpepper, and she got the information, as I've said before, at the first time that we all, all of us got it. So nobody had any experience with the information at all. And from that day, there's the experience that I've gained has been enormously helpful. And for the most part, I've experienced a huge amount. But still, there are listeners out there that have different experiences, that have experiences that I haven't had or have similar experiences and validate some of what I say to you so you know I'm not just talking through the top of my head just to hear myself talk. So feedback from listeners, good, bad, or indifferent, is absolutely helpful. I'm not looking just for good feedback. I'm looking for any feedback because this is a process 
like anything else. And the more we understand about the process, the less apt we are going to be for misinterpreting it and making judgments and decisions about it in some way, shape, or form that close doors. We don't want to do that. I mean, how about if we went to the gym and we worked out and we got really stiff and we didn't know that one of the effects of working out when you're out of shape is you get stiff and we might just come away thinking, oh, well, I, I really hurt. This Going to the gym must be a bad thing. So, I mean, that's a ridiculous example. But I won't really mean it, guys. The more feedback I get, the better it is for others. And the more examples I have, instead of using me all the time, it's not that I'm just this egocentric over here. It's that I'm my best, my best um, source for examples. I certainly have plenty of others, but the more I have, the more I'll have with more types of situations, more similarities. Some examples I have a ton because, you know, some situation, but other situations, maybe I only have myself as an example or one or two. So it opens the door to really bring in a lot more understanding, a lot more validation, a lot more, uh, you know, we can relate to others when we hear, oh, well, you know, when we, we feel connected in some way if what we're experiencing is similar to what somebody else is. And that's what we're doing here, guys. We're bringing in that state of connection, that state of um, oneness, so to speak. We're all in the same boat. We're all equals. We're all as pure and perfect as, as each other. And we all have our own viewpoints, our own perceived, quote-unquote, flaws, because they're perceived, they're not real. And the more we bond, the more we connect, the more support we give one another, the more we facilitate and ease the healing and the moving through our patterns to get to the other side. Okay, so that's it. And again, I thank you so much. And uh, my email again, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Okay. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.